Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga, Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. Eric's Family Barbecue has arrived and is simply the best barbecue in Arizona. Come satisfy your taste buds with meats that are smoked over mesquite wooden sides that are made with fresh ingredients and tons of love. They have the best, juiciest brisket, pulled pork, rib sausage, turkey, or everyone's favorite, the Pitmaster Sampler that includes all the meat in four sides. Mac and cheese, potato salad, coleslaw, corn, or beans, yum. And for dessert, try some creamy banana pudding. Amazing! Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip, you won't be sorry. Dine in or take it to go. Go to Eric's Family Barbecue bbq.com for more info good morning everybody hello there welcome to monday it's 5 45 my name's john holmberg hi there's brady bogan brett fesley big dick toledo this is the morning sickness and it is a good feeling in the city today Despite it being a whole state's on fire and all the other stuff, we don't care. The Suns won again yesterday and did it in a way. Man, downtown was electric yesterday. Just electric. Leaving that place, the Diamondbacks game went on and nobody seemed to care. There were 30,000 people there for Father's Day right next door. And they all came out and started cheering for the Suns even though the Diamondbacks lost. It was electric. Awesome stuff yesterday. And uh, we were just talking about it off the air. We got that uh, Devin Booker character and he's the real deal, man. That is, it's up for debate now, Suns fans. Whether or not, and I know it's early, uh, well, I've said it, I said it, I was talking to Kevin Ray yesterday, voice of the Phoenix Suns, and I even I don't think that there's been a better Suns team. I think this is the best Suns team that has ever been in Phoenix. Beat those, uh, they beat the Barkley teams. Uh, the only other team that I think has a chance against them, and you go back in time, would be the, uh, like the 2010-11, the, the Steve Nash, Amari Stoudemire teams that could score but couldn't play defense. This team does it all, and Devin Booker was amazing. Oh, yeah, he turned it on. Unreal. We've never had uh, – the city's never had a closer. Even Charles Barkley. You wouldn't – like, the ball in his hands at the end of the game, you're like, keep your fingers crossed. I, you get that feeling with Booker that's like when it's – like you just said, Brett, off the air. It was uh, like when Jordan <laughs> said, it's time for me to take this game yep. over, and he just could. That's what happened yesterday. It was uh, unreal. And the energy in that building, it's – it's amazing. Buzzing, huh? It is amazing. And, and two Clippers fans got beat up on video again. I don't know if you guys have seen this. No. We have another Suns and Four. Now, that guy was at the game yesterday, the Suns and Four guy. He was at the game. He gave away a ton of T-shirts. And I mean a ton with a picture of himself holding four fingers up. And it said uh, Suns and Four on his Instagram on the back, which was pretty clever. But 
uh, gave him away, didn't charge, which was insane. But his sons and four guy was down there getting just milking this for all it's worth. You got to give him credit. And then two was he giving them away outside? Yeah, or at, outside. Oh, okay. Two Clippers fans were in the. Uh, this had this had uh, the two hundred level written all over it. It looked like remember that scene in Boys in the Hood where they're walking by the uh, Crenshaw Mall and everybody's outside and their cars are bouncing. Yeah, and yeah. It just looked like that that group. It was like if, if somebody bumps, it's like watch yourself, man. It's like that would have been the end of it. These two Clipper fans start mouthing off. I'll, I'll find the video. I got it last night. And uh, Suns fans whipping his ass, and the people videotaping goes, "Oh, it's Suns in four part two. and they're just shouting it out. It was the sequel. These Clipper fans got their asses kicked. So, so bad. So level 200 of you. Jesus, what are we turning into the Raiders of yeah. the NBA now? Not, What's going on? It's the Clipper. <laughs> and in this video, just like the Nuggets video, these guys started it. Yeah. They started pushing and like, all right, you don't. I mean, we seem soft, evidently, but as a fan base, fairly tough bunch beat the crap out of these two guys. Well, I would lay low some fans in L.A. Oh, yeah. no, no, yeah. I probably well, would not. I wouldn't. Yeah. Evidently, yeah. we're... we're no, you, you know what? Trey and Doughboy rolling yeah. in. That's what the old. That's what old Suns fans would say. Brady, that we're two and zero. We're two and zero in our our stands fights. Let's get another one going. Let's let's drop some badasses from uh, Bellflower out there in California, and we'll make some noise. Sure, the Paul brothers are going to be trying to take on Suns fans <laughs> now. Well, look, I've seen them fight. Not a big deal. Take them down, Suns and Fourth. That we're we're oh. yeah, Suns and Four should start <laughs> yeah. sparting off. Yeah, he should. He that should fight a Paul brother just because. Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, and they interviewed him last night on the news, and he's like, you know, someone who doesn't stand for violence. I'm like, stop it. Not only do you stand for violence, you are known for it, and you're capitalizing off of it. So don't sit there and try to act like a pacifist or like – He was defending himself. It, it, defending himself was – that's what he said. He did like to say, look, I, I stood up for myself, and that's – yeah, good for you. But don't say – violence is a last resort. Like, but- nah. The dude, kick your ass, you do it again, I'll kick your ass again. The dude knew what he was doing, too. There wasn't That, that wasn't his first fight. No. He <laughs> he knows his strength. Pretty oh, yeah. accurate with he punches. Kept, oh, he yeah, kept absolutely. That, that tight right as he held that guy. He's played hockey, I think, because he had the you know the back of the shirt up by his head. It was pretty good moves. And to be able to say sons and four after, you've, you've had a scuffle or two. Oh, yeah. Good for you. I'm proud of you, sons and four guy. And we have two more. It was great. The sons fight was Right up top, upper deck, just beat the tar of a couple of Clipper fans. It was pretty funny. Uh, yeah, and at the game yesterday, it was really great. Here's the clip. I'll send it to Brett. All right. You'll get it up on the screen. But it's uh, it's pretty great. Um, you're just B. Vesley, right? Yeah. There you are. Yeah, it's um, – We were. I went with Hellestray yesterday. Hellestray and my buddy Rich Balls. And uh, we went to the game and uh, went to the H&H Ranch before. And it was a drastically Uh-oh. different experience at the H&H Ranch this time. Doug had his dad – and his female companion. Little Father's Day. So the last time we were at the H and H Ranch, we all remember uh, D Hop, as we uh, the good D Hop in town. Uh, you know, ended up we were all drunk and goofing around. And D Hops, D Hops, we'll call him. That's right. And he's got, uh, you know, he woke me up in the middle of the night in a horrifying manner, and uh, the whole nation knows about it. This time I walk into the H and H Ranch, and uh, Joy, his uh, female companion, I like to say that, uh, has set up uh, two little plates of Kit Kats and Reese's cup minis. And like Hershey bar minis, and there's salsa and chips. The place is spotless. And I'm looking, I'm looking at Doug, and I'm like, what is this? This is great. The fridge is not only stocked, but organized by row. And I'm like, this is outstanding. He goes, Joy. And I'm like, yeah, this isn't, this isn't you or me putting this together. This is phenomenal. We need her to pop by every once in a while and make sure this all 
place. Keep it organized. Smells like pine salt. I'm like, what the hell went on in here? I'm like, I whatever. You got the bleach stink out. That's that's good. Nice job. You didn't know she came with the apartment. Huh? Oh my god, she's fantastic. <laughs> but there's Doug's dad. So best behavior at the H and H Ranch yesterday, and then Hellestray. So I, I get the big Dale Hellestray, former Dallas Cowboy and a member of the show, until we fired him. Well, he was fired from the whole building. Not allowed back in the building. Burned too many bridges. So uh, Hellestray uh, calls. He goes, I'm coming up from Tucson, Johnny. I got to be there. On I'm like, all right, meet us at the place. We'll, we'll have a couple of pops, and then we'll go down. Now, keep in mind, this is a, a square, a rectangular <laughs> building, right? You get off the elevator on the floor. We'll say it's floor 20. Uh, it's apartment 19. Let's just throw those numbers out so nobody starts looking. Right? But that's not it. That's not <laughs> it. Well, yes, it is. Go to the 20th floor and knock on uh, 2019. 19. Hang on 2019 and tell them you know Dale's in there. So I, I, I'm, like, we're, I'm like, it's 12 o'clock. Game starts at 1230. Still no Dale. Still no Dale. I call him. like, where are you? I'm going to kick your ass. I'm like, why? And he goes, I came from 2019. There's 2002, 2004. I'm like, all right. You're going the right direction. I, I poke my head out the door. I'm looking down the hallway. And he's just looking at each door. Just stare. I can't, I can't. Do you know numbers, you dumb idiot? Just follow. The bigger the numbers go, follow that because you're trying to get to 19. But they're even. They're each one's the wrong one. Like, not every apartment is 2019. Well, where is it? And I'm like, never mind. Never mind. I just put a beer outside the door. He'll sniff it out. He shows up sweating. Come on, Mongo. Never seen a man sweat like this in your life. And then we go into the game. And Now, Dale is 6'6", 320. Easy. 320. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm giving him a nice number there. My buddy Rich is with me. He's six six. Uh, he's narrow, but he's not. He's a big guy. So I'm I'm the little guy in this bunch. His torso might be two hundred pounds. Poor girl next to us, and I don't know her name. I should have gotten her name. I I'm there's three in a row, uh, and Dale works his way into the thing and sits down. I told the girl, I said, look, there's this behemoth, half a man, half an ape, whatever's coming. He's going to sit next to you because I have to stay between these two guys. They don't know each other. It's the right thing to do. I said, but I apologize for your experience now. And she goes, it'll be fine. I'm like, no, it won't. You're going to be sat on. In about four minutes, I, and I pointed back as Dale lumbered down the stairs towards us because he couldn't make it down the way we made it down. He had to go all the way around. Lumbers <laughs> down the other way. And damn stairs and goddamn chairs. And he gets to the thing. And I said, see that guy up there? About six, seven and then the national anthem starts, and she turns back and looks like I just pointed at, you know, Bigfoot. The whole national anthem, she's just looking back at Dale like, how's he going to fit how's in that chair? Work? I'm like, he's not going to fit in that chair. That's what I'm telling you. He's going to fit in your chair and his chair. You're getting both. And I said, and I'm just as bad. i got to scooch over in my chair. He's going to be hanging over in my end, too. Dale, first thing he does, walks through, excuse me, excuse me, knocking people down, bam, bam, steps on this poor girl's foot. And I told her, I said, I warned you. <laughs> I think I ranked them huge. <laughs> and he plops down. But Dale, these seats now in the new arena, they shrunk them. They're small for me. I mean, they're not easy. Packing them in. Dale is just squeezing into this thing. Butter up their hips. There, 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 there isn't enough butter on the planet. <laughs> Hellestray's down in the chair. He can't get up and down very fast. But, he, I mean, it was crazy. So Dale makes the point. He goes, crammed in here like sardines now because they had to add a few extra seats. I'm like, yeah, well business he goes everybody here have the vaccine I'm like there's no way he goes i don't i'm like all right <laughs> and he goes but look the sun's dancers now dance on this platform they don't dance on the floor they have this 
elevated. Do they thing? have a stage for like bands. Oh, they, and tag team did the halftime show. Tag team. No, oh, are you yeah. kidding? By the way, tag, scoop. Yeah, there, there it is. is. They said that they didn't do. I bet whoop, they do scoop. There it is oh, now. And we're like, oh, my friend Rich goes. They are saying scoop, and I'm like, I know they're geicoing right now. <laughs> so uh, they do it, but yeah, the Suns dancers are up there, and they're doing their sexy, dirty dance. You know, because it's the best thing for, for the fam- kids, for family, for family events is to get them in the tightest pants they can and then have them straight leg bend over and then shake their ass because that makes me think, hey, kids, happy Father's Day. <laughs> so uh, uh, they all go, what do you notice about those dancers? And I'm like, they're butts. Probably I'm probably butts first. And he goes, not the masks. And I'm like, you know what? That is maybe the most R worded thing I've seen that the girls are up on their own platform just together, all masked up. While 20,000 people are like Dale to poor girl slammed together. And poor Dale's sweat is all over this girl. They didn't care about it. They keep saying player safety and player safety this. And <laughs> the fans are if, – if, if COVID is still alive, we're just handing it to each other. Meanwhile, the dancers and the players are all in masks when they're not playing. Is it it's, sexier? The masks? I think some of them are. Might I think be. some of them are a lot hotter. I see that. That mask thing is good for – maybe some of the girls are like, let's keep them forever. Because a couple of them don't like being standing next to the really hot one. There's one that's got short blonde hair that I think if she took her mask off would make all the other ones want to mask up because I think she's really for real hot. But the rest of them are kind of just those $100 dancers that, <laughs> you know, $200 to get to go to the champagne room. All right. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, so the dancers are in masks. And, and there's those reminders of like, ugh. This is still the stupidest thing ever. But, man, did we – I mean, you cramming people in there. And then they keep those first three rows behind each bench empty because, you know, COVID. And you got to figure what? <laughs> I don't know, 30% maybe don't have the vaccine? Doesn't matter. It's yeah. over. It's dead. But that's – It's not a super spreader. Nobody cares anymore. I think the fact – I think what cures COVID is people not caring. And winning. Yeah, and winning. Winning cures everything. They say that. So get inject some wins in. But I'm pretty sure that just not giving an F – Cures COVID because no one did. I mean, it was it, the 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 way in. Nobody had a mask on. Everybody smashed, and it doesn't no, matter. No, uh, four questions before you got no, in. No, you didn't have to do. Adolf didn't show up. The, the UFC <laughs> incredibly tough UFC moment was it was ridiculous. But watching those girls in those masks, and you're like, what are you doing? And those front row seats that are behind the bench, are, and the bench for the players staggered still because Chris Paul got it, you know. But they don't. For fan safety, please remember to wear your mask as you enter the building. Once inside the building, you can remove the mask. What's the point of any of that? <laughs> Once you get to your seat. Well, not even get to your seat. Uh, Once you're inside, just take it off. It's all nonsense, fans. Suns fans, time to wave your masks in the air like a rally towel. Which one Spread is COVID. Uh, I don't know. I, don't, I can't tell from here. Oh, okay. <laughs> the pictures online never do them justice. She's got short blonde hair, though. Yeah, there's not, not a short blonde, short blonde, so... Yeah. She must have just recently cut it. Yeah, the rest of them could mask up. There's a few masks. There's a few non-masks. But having those girls in masks is hilarious to me. And the, and the players in masks. It's just such a – there's such an odd optic, like we have to do this kind of thing. And the fact that Chris Paul has COVID is going to make it even more like we have to wear the, – the, the masks, the warm-ups, the guys are doing their warm-ups before the game, and then they go put masks on so they can stand together for the national anthem. I'm like, what is – what is this? I don't understand any of it. Here's the Suns beating up Clippers uh, video. I don't know if there's cussing in it or not. Should be on mine. Okay. There's probably cussing. This, this is so level 200. Look at that group. All right. I don't want to. I'm watching the cussing. These two Clipper fans mouthing off to a guy, uh, Amish Suns fan who looks like Devin Booker. 
And the dude filming it's like, oh, we got Sons in Four, part two, it's happening. <laughs> he knows it's coming. Whoa, first punch thrown by Clipper fan, and then another Suns fan. And it is, <laughs> look at this. They start, <laughs> the other guys, because this is a level 200 moment like you can't imagine. Now the Clippers fans are both on the ground, and the beatings just won't stop. <laughs> Suns fans are tough as hell. <laughs> yes, oh, we did it again. Isn't that great? <laughs> Keep Not it up, a gang. Good, uh, hey, good it's a good option there. 50 on two. Yeah, stupid. <laughs> stupid. If there's two of you, and you're standing in a sea of fans <laughs> of the other team, and keep in mind... They're all gang members, as it would appear to me. That's my upbringing. Well, that's the Section 200. That's Section 200. That's what I'm saying. I, that was not a racial comment, although most people in Section 200 are Mexican. I'm saying. There's no security contract up there, There's no, no, Why would there be? Those guys aren't stupid. It's, it's they a, defunded the upper deck. The upper bowl is <laughs> impatient, and the cops went, thank God. Nine of us versus 600,000 uh, gang members. I'm not in on this. But good job, because those Clipper fans thought, uh, we can handle the entire 200. The guy's like, you know what? I'm going for it. <laughs> he took the swing. <laughs> Trey and Doughboy got effed they up. They got <laughs> effed up. Great job, Suns fans. Up in a section I'll never, ever be in unless I'm kidnapped. <laughs> we took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Dale even said that to me yesterday. Now, let me ask you a question about these tickets. You're not... If there's a 2 before where we're sitting... I'm like, please. Section 2... I'm not doing it. You're insane. (laughs) Okay, good. These can't suck. He gave his qualification question out there. Remember when uh, yeah. we talked about that? He's like, he's a ticket snob. I'm like, I wouldn't have asked you uh, to come sit with me in cruddy tickets. I was going to say the free ticket. Uh, he's he's complaining about he it. He and I are both the same when it comes to that. Don't ask me if your tickets suck. <laughs> I don't want to be there. Because I won't. He's a dick about it. I'll If I agree to go to the game and I sit in the high-end section, I'll just know this is the last time I'm going to anything with you. Like, we're not friends anymore. You don't know me. You don't know. Brady's like, got seats for you. I'm like, I trust Brady. All right. And we go and we're in like section 512, row 38. I just look at him and be like, okay, well, this has been a nice run, but we cannot be friends anymore. You don't pay attention to my needs. You've never once listened to me. Now I know how women feel. You don't listen to me. You know I can't. I'm bougie. I'm bougie when it comes to tickets. I've been spoiled since I was a little kid. I don't know where bad seats are, unless it's the Super Bowl or something. Then I'll sit in garbage seats. Yeah. Most of the time, people will call and lead with it. Yeah, here's Dude, I, got, I got right. fourth row seats. I got good got seats. An extra one. Right. You want to go? It's when they don't tell you what seats they are. Then yeah. you got to go. And, now, and I will say, I will ask, where are, the, where are the good seats? What'd you get? And then the dangerous thing is just like, oh, yeah, good seats. Mm, I need to hear the. I need to hear you go section whoa. That's all I care about, just that whoa noise. Because if it starts out section t. Uh, t- if I start hearing that, t- uh, no, we're out. We're not doing that. Have you seen that up there? All they do is sell tacos and churros and fight. I'm not going up there. Now, again, that's not a racist thing. It's just Section 200. It's the cheapest foods. But the, it smells better up there because they've got the elote. But other than that, yeah, it was a great game. So much fun yesterday. Just uh, awesome. 
and uh, the city's electric. It's just buzzing. Devin Booker is a killer. We have never had a guy who can take the ball at the end of a game, and you're like, we're in good hands. Like nobody's, I hate to say this, nobody's been better even than Jordan than Kobe Bryant was with the ball in his hand at the end of a game. I mean, and again, people say his nickname's the Black Mamba because he strikes. I'm like, his nickname's the Black Mamba because he's got a huge dick. That's why his nickname is the Black Mamba. There's no man with a nickname Black Mamba because he's a good shooter. Ask that. Ask, we talked about it with that. Uh, ask know. Golden Colorado. Yeah, Golden Colorado when that girl's like, ah, ah, I think this might be rape. <laughs> this is not what humans do to each other. Again, 6'7". Was she 5'4"? She felt something she'd never felt before and then told the authorities. I think I should tell someone that. It was a, he used a weapon of mass destruction. Black Mamba is not because he was such a great shooter. It's, a, it's terrible that people do that. It's like you're thinking your dad's nickname is Torp because you gave it to him during cards. Garbage. He got, he, Kobe got it because once he, once he penetrated, you had 10 steps. And you <laughs> right. Yeah, because you got venomized. <laughs> yeah. You're in, in his cocoon. But nobody's been better than Kobe with the ball at the end of the game, I don't think. Uh, you're like, ah, oh, great. He's going he's gonna to hit that shot. Jordan, of course, was a killer. Oh, yeah. Uh, Devin Bird, Booker. Devin, Bird had Larry had it, but he didn't have that. He was a killer just the but whole But it kind of went through a run there for a while where I don't know, know. it is fun to have that one player on the team that's who you want to have sure. at the end. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Suns have never had a guy like that. We've had good players, but has there ever been that guy that's like, killer, ball in the hand, we're good here? I don't think we've ever had that. Even Kevin Johnson, uh, Charles Barkley, to a certain degree, you, you knew he was the best player, on the, and you'd hoped he did it against Seattle in 93. He had a last-second shot. You wanted hit. him a lot of times to get that last rebound after the missed shot. You just wanted Charles, the other team. You just wanted Charles to be near the last play. He was going to have an impact. But him shooting, you're like, oh, boy. He wasn't a great shooter. He was he a was really great basketball player. He wasn't a great shooter. This Devin Booker thing and what Chris Paul has done for his game – has made him a mid-range jumper, too. So I, I, Chris Paul has been a savior for this squad that nobody knew. And if he doesn't get a job as a head coach in the next three years, because that dude has coached this team as much as Monty Williams, it's awesome. It's awesome to watch, and it's just to watch the city kind of unite after all this garbage we've gone through. And, you know, yesterday the guy's in front of, the guy in front of me turns around and he goes, isn't it great to have this back? And the, the energy in the room, I'm like, this is an awesome feeling. And then those Suns dancers get up there and remind everybody that there's a pandemic still somewhere, like Japan or something. We're not dealing with it. Yeah, then, the cure for COVID, Brady, is just not giving a f- at all. Because th- we've had how many of these games now? Zero mention of super spreader. Zero mention of, well, we should probably not gather. They just keep adding been fans. out stats. None. Because nothing's different. The, the, the best part is that the first game I went to, there was still a gap between... Every two chairs had a chair between it. I still don't understand what they were doing, but probably allowed seven, eight thousand fans in, and then or whatever your party of four. Well, they get four, and then you got a two gap yeah. next to you. But yeah, so it was, you know, everybody was a little tentative at first. We're letting fans back in the building. It's nice having six thousand. Seven now it's like twenty thousand. Like nothing's ever been different. Cattle call in, cattle call out. Everybody's crammed in together. And nobody cares except the dancers and the players. It's well, awesome. Just goes to show you, winning cures the COVID. Everything. Winning but, and not caring. I mean, hell, if you're a Diamondbacks fan, though, you got it. You get your spread. You're hoping. If, if you're a Diamondbacks fan that's still going down to that stadium in 140 degrees sitting in that mess, uh, you, yeah, you, you line up for COVID and Dippin' Dots. <laughs> it's that's good. Awesome. It's calm app. Yeah. Oh, there was a lot of people down there for that yesterday. Just being downtown was, was awesome. And having a downtown is awesome. We had too. our own Arizona boy win the U.S. Open. Yeah. John Rom finally uh, cured his COVID and won something. Karma. 
Yeah, that's that had to be part of it. The other guys just pulled back, like let him win. We stole one from him. But uh, yeah, he was an Arizona State guy because when yeah. you hear him talk, he's like, when in Spain, I am." Right. And I'm like, "You're speed- Did quit. It for Chevy. Can we? Quit? This can one's we, for Chevy. Can we quit with the Arizona? No, 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 no. He got a scholarship. Sure, here. he's got a shack in Scottsdale. Yeah, <laughs> he might have a place here, but he's like, oh, "Spain in a Father's Day is a different day." But uh, I do this for my daddy and for Sevi Ballesteiro. All right, he's not from uh, Broadway and Southern. This guy is <laughs> he's from Spain. We claim everything, but let's claim this group down here. This is a Suns team we can be proud of. That was pretty awesome. So hopefully everybody get, did you watch the game yesterday? I did not. You didn't watch it, Brady. Yeah. What, what? What? You're missing out on everything. What no were you kidding. doing? Golf. I was ready. No, I I went uh, U.S. Open, and then all of a sudden. Um, I had to do something else, and I completely forgot it was 12.30 start. Yeah. What all of a sudden at 12.30 got you? Yeah, maybe I fell asleep. <laughs> That's oh. what I'm thinking happened. You just, just nap. You, just, you moved from one couch to the other and like, <laughs> this is better. You watched it. Oh, yeah. So you're good. Brady just sleeps the afternoon away watching golf. He's turned into a nine-year-old man. What happened? <laughs> Son's what? Oh, on hole 16. Devin Booker's still a guy. He's good. Yeah. That was fun to watch yesterday, and campaign played great. I want another one tomorrow night, and I'm already watching these local news guys. Looks like they're going to the finals. I'm like, oh Christ! This is why people hate. This is why local fans, real sports fans, can't stand Phoenix fans uh, in any sport. Is because one win means you're champions, and and they get they, Jim Sharp did it this morning on KTR. Sure, looks like we're heading to the finals, and we're probably we're probably going to win that. And I'm like, Thanks, you're Derek. up one. In a series that, by the way, that game yesterday, the Clippers were ahead by five, and the Suns were shooting 63%. That Clipper team hangs around. They just shoot threes all day long. Yeah, that's not a that's a, a scary stat. In Brady, the way. you don't even know. You were asleep during this. Oh, well, no, I know. <laughs> I know if you're shooting 63%. Yeah, it was amazing. 63% for the... They're and down the five. Hanging around. You're down. Or they're up. You're, yeah, you're down five, and you're like, "What more can we do here?" It was uh, that Clipper team is scary, but sitting there watching the news. Hey, what happened? Suns in four. They keep saying that Suns in four thing again because that kid that beat that. Look, like, this is not going to be a sweep. If it is, it's surprising to everybody. They've won eight in a row. One of the one of these games, the Clippers are going to go off, and I wouldn't be surprised if the Suns get beat by like fifteen or seventeen points in this, and that everybody, and then the world's the sky's falling. Yeah. Was Kendall at the game? You know what we looked for? Uh, I think she had a suite somewhere if she was there. But last night, I forgot, was also the big uh, Keeping Up with the Kardashians final uh, show. Like, it's, That's, it's, it's over? It's the reunion, the second part of the reunion. They've oh. already aired all, and then they did the two reunion shows of people that live together. I don't know what they're reuniting for. And uh, and then the finale thing. So I, I I would assume they had some sort of viewing party. She had oh, okay. But again, she could have flown right home. Yeah. For the, I don't know when it starts, but. We were looking for. Everybody was looking for. She she Everybody. hasn't made an appearance at any of the games. She was yet, at the last she? one. Oh, was she? Yeah, okay. She was at one of the last home games. Yeah, yeah. People flipped out too. We were in the suites and they're like Kendall's here, and you see security walk, and it's just all you see is just like loads of dudes and like then like a, a glimpse of a woman. We got you. Yeah, there's like security everywhere. Then you look at the NBA. James Harden, he boned a Kardashian. Ben Simmons for the Sixers, he boned Kendall. Booker boned Kendall. Like and these are all guys that were in the playoffs as of yesterday. It's like man, they've <laughs> got to make the playoffs. These Kardashians have hammered a lot of ball players. Chris Humphreys played for the Clippers a long yeah. time. He married one of them. If you're a rapper or a basketball player and you don't get one of those, you're not trying. 
I'm all for it, though. Whatever juice she's hand in book. A triple-double with 40 points. You keep suck starting him before games, Kendall, because it's working. I like everything I'm seeing. Let's get a wake-up song, shall we? Let's quit screaming sons and four. 1-0. You go to the next game. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. huge one, though. Especially media types. Start screaming and yelling about how it's all over. We're going to beat them. You won one game. The Clippers could very easily come back and start knocking you around. That's a good team. Uh, let's get it. 585-9800. That's the wake-up song. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. 98 You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.